All right, so yo, what's up, y'all? Welcome to. Did you start? Huh? You started. You weren't gonna pick three, two, one. You're just gonna go. All right, I'm just gonna start whenever the fuck I want. All right, we're keeping it, yo. (laughs) Uh, listen, man. Welcome to uh the Uneducated Scholars Podcast. This is episode one. Uh, we were gonna have a lot of fun on this podcast. It was about to be the topics that you guys sent us that we know nothing about. We were going to talk about it, but this first episode has to be different mm-hmm. because we are here to somewhat mourn the loss. Eagle went through something very devastating. I don't know if you want to let them know what happened to you. I lost my bitch. Yeah. It's a breakup. You know, breakups are hard. He's been just crying constantly, constant crying. He's lost four pounds of water weight. It's crazy. I've not been crying. I did lose about five pounds and I'm looking pretty cut, if I must say so myself. Water weight. Uh, I haven't cried yet because I am an advocate for toxic ma- toxic masculinity. I am a fucking man, okay? We don't cry. That That's is right, not what motherfucker. we do. We don't cry around here. Yeah. Oh, watch Marley and me. That's right. We just cry. You know, I mean, we don't cry. Fuck. See, no. <laughs> the only time it's okay if a guy cries is the movie Marley and Me. Is the only time it's okay. I've never watched Marley and Me, but it sounds like a sad white movie about dogs. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it's very spot on. Uh, <laughs> it might not do anything to you. You might not even be bothered. You might just sit there and just eat your popcorn and be like, all right, that was fun. I think I'll just cry and reminisce on when Mike Vick was a great quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> So, do you want to tell everybody what the fuck happened to you? Um, basically. No, basically. Spill the tea, bitch. First of all, I hope you sound loud enough. I hope you sound clear enough. I can't really tell mm-hmm. if you do or not, because we've never done this before. <laughs> <laughs> this first episode might sound like shit. <laughs> Spill the tea, bitch. Uh, okay. I don't want to bash her. Because I think, I think she's a good person. I want to start by saying that. And I think there's nothing wrong with her. I don't think she was a bad girlfriend at all. I th- well, she was bad for me. I don't think she's the person for me. Some, you know what I learned from this, Nick? I learned something that I think we all act like we know, but we don't really apply it, which mm-hmm. is that just because two people are in love doesn't mean that they're supposed to be together. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's a hard realization for people. And that's why you see people who are in miserable relationships for 20 years, you know, or forever, because they just can't understand. They're like, well, we're in love. We have to make it work. No, you don't. You don't have to make it work. You can quit. No. Yeah. There's no, unless you're married, then you kind of, or if you have kids, you have to. Up until then, there's nothing. Even if you're married, you could still give up. And that's, and the only way you get to that point where you're married and miserable is because you ignored the signs when you guys were just boyfriend and girlfriend. Exactly. You saw all the red flags and you're like, they're still hot. It's fine. Now, let me ask you, do you think you were for sure in love or do you think that you were, you thought she was hot, obviously, and were comfortable and just comfortable around her? Because you were around her, what, 28 hours of the day? Um, I think I was in love because, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've been with hot girls before. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think she's the best looking girl I've ever been with. I think she was good looking. Um. She was good looking, you know, I, I, she might be 
I'm picky with relationships. I'm weird with relationships. So maybe she's like the best looking girlfriend I've had, but that didn't come into mind for me. Like, I don't really care. You know what I mean? Like, I'm more about, like, I was with her because she was funny. You know, like shit like that. Mm -hmm. So I do think I was in love. You know, it had nothing to do with the looks. Um, But I think I'm still in love. You know what I mean? But you got to, you know, you got to make a hard choice. Choice sometimes. Did you see it coming? The last couple of days, yeah. The last couple of days I was plotting. In the back of my head, I was like, when this pandemic's over, whoo, whoo, I'm out. <laughs> so you, yeah, you kind of, I mean, you're, you told me already, you already kind of knew that you were going to, at some point, just be like, I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you want to elaborate. Basically, you know, we were getting into it a lot. And I put it like, we're, Okay. There's, <laughs> you guys, everybody watches like, oh, this nigga is struggling. <laughs> Go on. You look like, you, <laughs> you look like the guy on the, when you're watching Maury and you, you, know, you like, they take the lie detector test and he's trying to act mad sure about it, but you know the fuck he's lying. That's how you look right now. Like, That's not my baby. And it looks exactly, it has long, crazy hair and big eyes, just like you. <laughs> that ain't my baby. You just care, just like you. <laughs> um. All right. Let me. You, because you know what it is. I don't want to make this a bash her thing. Because I don't want to bash. Yeah. Her. No. We don't. We don't. No. We're feminists here. We don't do that. We're we're feminists, and I have no ill feelings towards her. She mm-hmm. just foul shit to me. I'd be like, fuck this. The whole podcast is gonna be like, fuck that whore. You know what I mean? But it's like, yeah, yeah. I like that. No, she's not a bad person. She's not. I like her. I like her too. Clearly, like the thing is. I think she's a product of who she is. And some guy will love that. Some guy will be perfectly fine and be able to handle that. I can't handle it. I have a lot on my plate when it comes to comedy and everything like that. And she's a full-time job. She's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. And some guys love that. Some guys love like, you know, devoting every piece of their attention to a girl. I personally can't do that. You know what I mean? You know, she needs You're at the beginning of your career right now where it's like, sorry, a dumbass dog just messed with the phone. Um, you're at the beginning of your career right now, so you can't really just be, like, focused on anything else but your shit, which is, like, in my opinion, it's not the worst thing that you're single right now. No, no, definitely not. Um, I think it's good in the sense that I know that you're a piece of shit, like, as, like, a dog, and you're just like how I was but when I was single. You're a dog, yeah. and in Instead of focus, when you have all that free time, instead of just being like, I'm going to focus on me, you're like, I need to get pussy. Well, yeah, so that's yeah, why the pandemic's good. That's why, that's why, you know, the quarantine is good because even though it sucks and this hurts more than a regular breakup would hurt because I'm so alone, it's like, mm. at least I'm forced to focus on me. I'm fo- forced to just, you know, get back to focusing on the comedy and... Mm. I can't just use my time to just fuck every girl in the world, which doesn't benefit you as a human being. Like, so when we were, we were going to talk about how, do you think it's easier to be single or in a relationship during the quarantine? At least for you, don't you think like it's actually better now to be single in quarantine? Like otherwise, because if you were single, not in quarantine now, you'd have AIDS by now. By day two, you'd have AIDS. It's a little bit of an exaggeration, people that are listening and watching. <laughs> I don't think I really have AIDS, okay? Maybe HIV. I don't think I'd have AIDS. It's kind of like well, you, haven't, you, you haven't lived really pretty. 
You've been losing weight pretty quick. I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I think, uh, you know what? It would feel better to be single without the quarantine, but it'd probably be worse for me in my in the long run as a person. Like, I think this is going to yeah. force me to grow. Because what the fuck else do you have to do with your time now? Exactly. And the thing, the thing that sucks is like, I did, I already went through this before. Like I already learned to love myself. I already learned to like love my own company and all that stupid sensitive shit. That is the most Steve Harvey given to a girl advice I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> but I did, you know, and it's important. I think people should know how to do that. And I was able to do that. But then I was in this relationship with a person who's very clingy and she was always around me. And now I'm alone again. And I'm like, I hate this. I need company. Like, I feel like a fucking weird. I'm calling people every second. I feel weird. Like, I can't enjoy myself. We've talked like we're dating at this point on the phone. Oh, my God. We've spent, like, if, if we were, if this was back in, like, the 2000s, I would have gotten yelled at by my parents for wasting all my minutes talking to you. <laughs> Yo, we have been, we've been in love with each other, man. Nick has been helping me out, you guys. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Show of the crime and addict to sleep on. That's right. Big old Nick Dick to sleep on. Mm -hmm. Now, so now that you're actually single, right, were you able to see all the, like, because when you're in love, you're, everyone's blind when they're in love, right? Like, you just only see the good. Now that you're out of it, can you kind of see the shit that, like, you don't want now, like, in the future? And how different is it from before? You know what I mean? I can see what I don't want, but I will say I'm definitely not, you know how, like, I feel like when you go through heartbreak, you don't ever like think about the bad times when you're going through heartbreak. It's a highlight reel of great relationship in your head. Yeah. Like just seeing like the things you love the most and you're just like, why did I let go of this? Highlight reel is the perfect way to put it. Yeah. And so it's like, I'm definitely seeing the highlights right now. I'm like, man, was she great <laughs> in my head. Yeah. But the reality is I know now what I don't want, which is mm -hmm. the things about her that I couldn't, that were a deal breaker. And I don't want that. So as your uh, as your new therapist, uh, how about we how about we do this? We're gonna write down a list of the shit that you want. Like let's see what the boxes are that you want. What right. would, what, Go ahead. What's your what's your ideal going into? Because I know I already talked to you. I know you want to find you want a girlfriend. I've talked to you about it. I know at some point you want to find one. Well, that's the weird thing is like. I feel like, all right, let me, all right, so I, I feel like when you get out of a relationship, there's four, there's three things that you could want, right, that you could get out with the mindset, three different mindsets. I was talking to my dad about this. He added a fourth one that's hilarious, by the way. The first one, you say, go I'm ahead. Gonna write, I'm going to write them down. Okay, write them down. I mean, we're going to analyze these mindsets. The first mindset is fuck love, fuck relationships. I don't believe in it anymore. I'm never going to be in one ever again, which we all know is not realistic, but we've been there. Mm -hmm. The second mindset is, well, I was in a relationship. Now it's time for me to have fun. I'm going to be a whore. I'm going to be a thot. I'm going to fuck everybody. I'm going to do the opposite of what you do in a relationship. I'm just going to go mad. I'm going to have so much fun. Mm -hmm. And then the third mindset, which is where I think I'm at, which is kind of dangerous to me, but people have been telling me it's a good mindset. By the way, that's how many people I've been talking to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm already in like find another girlfriend mode, find a girl that's what you actually do need that that will fit what you know you guys can be together forever. Find a wife. I'm already like yeah. in hopefully there's a wife out there, let's get her. Mm -hmm. 
my dad was like, that's not a bad mindset. A bad mindset is this one. You break up with the girl and then you end up taking her back and then you end up breaking up again. And then you guys just keep doing that for decades. He's like me and your mom. And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, nigga, that's the worst. <laughs> you, you know, know what's funny? As, as I was writing these down, I was like, I need to throw this piece of paper out as soon as I'm done. Because if my girlfriend just found a notebook, fuck love, find your bitches and have fun, find some new pussy, break up with her and take her back. She'd be like, what the, I would wake up to her with a gun over me. Like, so what's in this notebook? That's so funny. So, because I know you've talked to me about like, you had like, you had like an actual like checklist of shit beforehand. Um, yeah, I had a, I had a checklist, by the way, this little bitch ass selfie light that I got to do this. I just realized why it sucks so much. And it could be because it's not charged and I'm pretty sure it's dying. <laughs> this should be gray light at best. I mean, you look, I mean, you look terrible. You're ugly, but the lighting's fine. You know what? I saw it. I saw it happening just now. You were about to compliment me. You were about to be like, well, you look stunning. You're beautiful. You're so sexy. And I appreciate you, bro. No, this is not, this is not a, we're not girls after a breakup. I'm not going to tell you how great you are. <laughs> you tell me the truth. Well, listen, man, you're a piece of shit. That girl really got away. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked up, dude. Um, you're probably never going to get something that good again. And <laughs> you should just be gay now. Just, just be gay now. Um, all right. What was the, what were we saying when we went on this rant just now? I, you know, my mind. One of the things we talked about, you told me you had a, a checklist of like, this is, what it's going to be. All right. So after my last breakup before this one, I was with mm-hmm. for four years. Um, we broke up um, and I was single for a while. During that single, I made, well, <laughs> after the breakup, I made a list. I called it picky. I put it in my notes. Mm-hmm. And I would update the list every so often, by the way. And uh-huh. the list is a list of like, I'm not getting in another relationship unless a girl fulfills all of these things. Which is so crazy. Which I mean, it shows how highly you think of yourself, which is great. You should. <laughs> you should love yourself. But let's hear it. All right, all right. So uh, let's let's all right, all right, whatever. And and before y'all hear this, I want to let y'all know, I don't think there's anything wrong with this. You you should be picking in life, okay? Yeah. Too many fucking idiots just settle, That's and right. then like they're married with like eight kids, and they're just sitting there like. I want to kill my family so badly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. Uh, <laughs> butt naked and without makeup, nine or ten, but preferably a ten. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you put preferably. Like, I don't have to fucking date a nine, one of those gross bitches. <laughs> uh, intelligent, right? It's a key thing. Um, well-spoken is very mm-hmm. key thing. Great sense of humor. It's important, right? You're a comedian. Uh, good at giving and receiving affection. I'm a big baby, you know. Uh, open-minded. It's very important. Good head with the tongue emoji. I put that. Let me let me start. I, I know, I know. Let me let me jump in and say. I'm just mad you put an emoji at the end. <laughs> like a fucking loser. <laughs> when I I put it's a nice emoji. I put. Uh, I should put some water splashes. Anyway, all right. Or just don't. When I say head, I don't mean the best head because I would never be with, like, I don't think I'd be with the girl who gives the best head. 
You know what I mean? It, you know. I agree with that. You don't want something about getting good head is like it's like a hot dog. You know what I mean? You don't want to know where like how it got like how it was made. Yeah. Because then you think about how it was made and you're like, I don't really like hot dogs anymore. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I think great head is always like there's a limit. It's like head could be great, 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 great. And then it hits a level of great where you're like, mm, your head is great and you're a bad person. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, also, too, like really good head could really change the way you look at someone. Yeah, if head is too great, you start going like, well, do you do this every day? Like, are you practicing? Like, what do you, mm-hmm. how did you that's do how, that? That's how I begged my girlfriend. Like, she didn't want to date me at the beginning. And then afterwards, she went, you know, it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> she got what you based off the head. That's hilarious. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. So anyway, so good head. I don't need the best head ever. I just need something that can make me nut. And I prefer that you swallow. But if you don't, life goes on. I just just made me come off head. Um, supportive. Um, very important. Similar taste in music is kind of important. Um, amazing who conversation. A, who gives a shit about that? Really, music? That's a that yeah, would be that's important. I um, say you ratify that amendment. Do you think so? You know what? This is a good conversation. This could help me get yeah. my pick if you make me delete. How something. often do you sit and listen to music? This isn't the fucking forties where you sit by the radio. All right, I'm taking away similar taste in music. Unless, unless it's a girl that listened to like bluegrass or fucking Kenny G, then you'd be like, "Fuck this." Nope. And I doubt with my type of girls that's gonna happen. <laughs> no. Um, if you do actually you know what, keep that girl. Something special about her. A black yeah, girl that Kenny G. <laughs> All right, this is the beginning of the amendments. The list has now been updated December 21st, 2020, first time since 2018. Oh, I forgot you're on East Coast time. I'm like, this fucking idiot doesn't know the date. <laughs> um, all right, here we go. So I took away the music thing. We're back to open mind and good heads. Uh, support amazing conversation. Uh, That's amazing cuddler. Big on cuddles. Cuddles have to be hidden. What? Wait, wait, wait. What makes a good cuddler? It's going to sound fucked up, but I think a lot goes into the size of the person. And I think a lot goes into how they sleep. Because some people sleep funny, and then that's an uncomfortable cuddle. Like, they can't sleep unless their body's positioned, like, a certain way. You like to sleep cuddling? Yeah, you don't sleep cuddling? No. I push my girlfriend the fuck off me. Oh, no. Once I, I'll I, cuddle up until it's time to go to sleep. I I can't be touched when I sleep. I, I want nothing to do with you breathing on me. <laughs> no, no. me. I, I I like sleeping cuddling. I also don't mind sleeping not cuddling. But I like the I like to know it's there. I like to know I can do it. And you wake up, you can't feel your arms. That has to be bad for you in the future. Well, I usually wake up not cuddling anymore because we move around so much. Like I'll move around so much during sleep. Mm-hmm. But when I go to sleep, I fall asleep cuddling. Mm. Um, Who would have thought we talked so much cuddles on this podcast? I really didn't think this episode was ever going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, great sex, great sexual chemistry. That's important. That's one of the things I've talked to people about. And I think, so I remember I've talked to more girls about this. And I think this is a problem that I think girls have more than guys because this is an issue I've heard before where girls will not want to hook up with a guy or give it up 
until he's ready, ready to emotionally invest. And you ever think about that, how crazy that is? Because I think that's the reason why a lot of girls think dudes are assholes. Because so often, like, you'll get that emotional connection. And then when you finally smash, you have no connection at all, like no social connection. And then you're like, what am I going to fucking stick around for, for the laughs? You know? <laughs> no, yeah. So, Especially as a guy, you know, sometimes you got to get the nut out to know if you really like the girl. Exactly. And it's like, then you look like a piece of shit. Because some girls don't want to, if you don't give it up quick, then you get emotionally connected. And then when you both realize that, or just he realizes that she sucks in bed or she does the same, then that's when people are like, oh, she ghosted me. And it's like, no, you just didn't lay it down good. Yeah, straight up. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, I don't know. Hold on real quick. Yeah. So, all right, here we go, bro. Let's keep going. Let's see how this goes. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let's stop again at the sexual chemistry thing. I actually think sexual chemistry, in my opinion, is, and it's going to sound weird, is even more important than great sex. Because great sex can happen with someone just like, you know, a one-time thing. It was great. Good point. But sexual chemistry is what makes you tongue a bitch down, rip her clothes off, you know, mm -hmm. break furniture. That's like the thing where it's like, Every time you guys are alone, you have to pounce on each other. Yeah. Also, um, I've had situations where you've had, I've had good sex, but at the same time, the chemistry wasn't there because sometimes they're into some shit that you're not into or you're into some shit that they're not into. Mm -hmm. And the sex is good, but you can never get past that, you know, especially with the kink shit. Like, uh, I remember this one girl liked she, the sex is good, but she likes to dress up like a cat and also be treated like a cat and also she had me walk her around the room with a leash the sex is good and she's like treat me like a cat. i'm like who the fuck walks a cat first of all you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> what do you do that's not what you do you know you don't so, even know how to do this <laughs> yeah i'm like that's not that's not cats don't get walked you psycho so that was just a dub right there that's um, hilarious and i remember having this one girl that i really liked uh actually you i'm not like there was a girl that I was talking to when we first started becoming friends and she made the sex is good, but she made seal noises while we fucked. And I, I never asked if it was on purpose just cause that felt like a fucked up thing to ask. Cause if it wasn't, I would have felt really bad. You know what I mean? You know, what's always interesting about this too, as a dude is like, when you go through weird experiences, like a bitch making like seal noises is mm -hmm. as a dude, you're so fucking like when you're single, you're so like, I, I gotta fuck another girl. Like I gotta fuck. I gotta fuck. That like, you'll be willing to put yourself through seal noises. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. But if you were in a relationship and your bitch made seal noises, that might be a deal breaker. You'll be like, yo, I can't be with you. It was a deal breaker because every time she got close to coming, she'd be like, oh, I was like, yeah, this is gonna no for me, dog. <laughs> Randy Jackson. <laughs> it's gonna be a no for I'm me. Like, for that reason, I'm out. Um. This is a long list. I hope the people are ready. Uh, <laughs> want to have kids one day. I think that's important. I want to be a dad one day. Um, and honest and can take honesty. That's very mm -hmm. important because I'm extremely brutally honest, at least in the beginning, till I realize I have to lie. <laughs> oh, you're very brutally honest. My favorite is when I tell you uh, like a joke idea and I'll send it to you and there's like a pause and I could feel you getting excited to tell me how bad it is. 
<laughs> or if I tell you it and you do this, your eyes get huge, just like you're so excited for it to be a bad joke. And it just hurts so bad on the inside. But I'm like, it's very honest. And I need that. Yo, when he, he moved to, Nick moved to LA. When Nick moved, when Nick lived in New York, we do stand up together and we'd be like walking back from like doing a late show or something. Nick would run a premise by me. And uh, <laughs> when he saw my eyes get big, he'd be the like, look of excitement when it was terrible. He would cut me off. He knew. That I was I gonna would just be like, you know, just stop right there. I get it. <laughs> this, I don't have to say anymore. And when it's good, I don't even give him that much excitement. When it's good, I'm just like, no, yeah, that's good. That's no, good. it's good. You're like, yeah, try that. <laughs> but when it's bad, you fucking get pumped. <laughs> um, I like being honest. I can't imagine to a girl what you do. Yeah, exactly. I need a girl that can take honesty and really take honesty. Because girls always think they want honesty until they're with someone who's really honest. What would be so funny is if she was like, is the head good? And your eyes just lit up and you smiled. I've lied about Oh, that shit is trash. I've lied about so much head. Uh, honest and can take honesty, yeah. And also, you can be honest because I don't give a fuck about anything. I'm so mm -hmm. carefree. Um, yeah. I feel like this is a dating game show. I feel like girls are going to watch this and be like, <laughs> wait. But I, I know you wanted to get this shit off your chest really badly. I do. I want to talk about all this stuff because I'm hurting. You know? I'm, yeah. I'm in sensitive mode. My voice cracked. I've never seen you this because you've been the most heartless person I've ever met when it came to dating girls. Like I've seen you dub girls in very fucked up ways, <laughs> to be honest. What do you mean? And, <laughs> you're like, she didn't get me a PlayStation. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I've definitely, I've definitely, when I'm single, I definitely can get to a point where I'm like, I'm looking for perfection, and I... You changed, though. You, you changed I... for sure. Yeah. Yeah, you used to be a heartless piece of shit, and then now you actually have feelings, and now you're crying every day. And I'm like, what happened? You changed. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, you're absolutely this right. This girl turned you into a pussy. What happened? She's a great what girl. That's what it is. She's a great girl, and that's why I won't bash her. She's a great girl. She's just not for me. I know. She did. She did humanize me. She did make me a person again, where I wasn't. I just. All time. I enjoy rubbing it in like you do with a bad one of my jokes. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> Nick. Nick called me earlier. We were scheduling the podcast, and he was like, "Oh yeah, my bad. Uh, just on the phone with my girlfriend." Yeah, and I was like, "It's going great." <laughs> and I was like, "Thanks, man. Nice." <laughs> so, uh, we're actually going to. I didn't. We're, I told you we're going to Brazil, right? Wow. Yeah. Just figured out that you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh okay okay can't hate or dislike kanye lol <laughs> you wrote lol i did write because even, even you knew that was fucking stupid pretty stupid that, yeah, uh, just in case someone reads that i want them to know i was joking should i should i get that should i take that one off yeah who gives a shit this is why i say this though because I feel like people who hate Kanye aren't open-minded enough for my crazy ass. That's fair. You know I, get, I, mean? I, get, I get what you're saying. It's like a barometer where it's like, well, if you could kind of not hate Kanye, then you won't hate how crazy I am. What if she likes Kanye's music but hates him as a concept and a person? I'll settle. Really? I think so. Okay. I think I'd settle. Because you know what? At least she's has the ability to separate the art from the person, which most people don't have. Mm -hmm. 
especially now, yeah. you know, the way people get canceled. So I'd actually, mm -hmm. I'd actually like that. If a girl was like, I can't stand him as a person, but boy, do I love his music. I'd be like, cool, let's go listen to some R. Kelly. Like, I, I, like I'd be all in. I like how that was the safe option you went with, the pedophile. I'm just saying, he's an example of like, you know, you don't like him as a person, but you could like his music. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so, all right, maybe I should take off the Kanye thing. Maybe it's a little more. I think so, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, that hurts to see that one go, but I'm gonna take it off. Look at, yo, by the time we're done, we're gonna have three things on this list. This is ridiculous. Well, I'm trying to get you not as picky. It's good. It's good. Yeah. I'm mentally, emotionally stable, no chance of self-harm or suicide. And I'm going to add in, sorry, but I can't do depression. I really can't. Talk. I can't do depression? <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you sad? Oh, that's too bad. I got to get out of here. <laughs> you enjoy that now. You know what it is, bro? Because this is what I learned from this relationship that I just got out of, bro. Mm -hmm. My temperament is so... Yeah, you have to clarify this because you sound like a real piece of shit right now. <laughs> it's just my temperament is so happy that I can't be with someone whose temperament is the opposite of that because all it's just fucking up my happiness all mm -hmm. the time. It's like, you know what I mean? Because And it's because I care. It's because like mm -hmm. I see them sad and I love them. So then I get sad. Yeah. And it's like, this is a bummer. Like, like... I love you, but you're a bummer. Like, I don't want to be around you. Yeah. Oh, I've been there before. Yeah? Yeah, I got mad fat out of depression. Like, her depression put me in depression, and I got fat. Like, my face got fat as fuck. I don't know if you remember. It's like when I first started comedy. This girl got me. She was a fucking drag. But she was just a, a, a terrible person. And you about this, like, a crazy girl that, like, threatened to throw herself down the stairs or some shit. Yeah, did I, did I ever tell you the story in depth? Uh, refresh me on the pod. So she was actual bipolar, but she wouldn't take the medicine for it. Instead, she would just smoke weed and think that was going to fix it. And it didn't. Uh, and uh, I remember at one point, I was just, you ever just get to the point where you're just like, this is, the, I'm done. You know what I mean? Like this person is just dragging me. So I went to try and break up with her the first time. And she just said no. And I was like, didn't know you could do that. Uh, but all right. And I remember I tried to break up to her a second time and she goes, are you sure you're done? And I used to have a back balcony, like with the staircase. And she, she goes and stands outside on the balcony and I like, see her, her dress like blowing in the wind, mad dramatic. And she goes, you sure you're done? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, okay. And she fucking flung herself down the stairs. Scor you ever seen someone scorpion? It's, it's hard not to laugh when someone does a scorpion when the legs yeah, go over. Yeah, the legs go over. <laughs> and she, <laughs> she, went like a, she went down the stairs like a slinky, and I felt horrible. But part of you wants to laugh a little bit. But uh, I had to call the hospital, and I called 911. We got her to the hospital because she was, she was knocked out. And when we got there, this is the, the scariest moment of my life where uh, she's laying in the hospital bed, and the doctor goes, uh, just so you know, uh, we have to ask, uh, did he push you down the stairs? And she goes, it's funny you ask. I hit my head really hard and I just don't remember. And yeah, they, uh, they brought me into a room with a bunch of police officers and luckily her parents called and her parents, they talked to the police. They're like, listen, he's a good boy. And, uh, she's done this before. This isn't the first time she tried to do this. And luckily that saved me. Otherwise, who knows what the fuck would have happened to me. Jeez. And I remember going back to the bed 
And I talked to her. I'm like, why the fuck would you do that? And she goes, I told you, you can't leave me. And I was like, well, looks like I'm stuck. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. And I stuck around for two years because I was like, what the fuck else am I going to do? Well, see, that was another reason I broke up with this girl. I'm not going to go into detail because, once again, this isn't about bashing her. And I feel like if I went into detail, people would take it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a point where I felt scared to leave her. Mm. how she'd react to that and it made me want to leave her more when I started thinking about it because I was like I don't want to be trapped in a relationship for years like I don't want to be like I'm only here because I'm terrified of you yeah so you Mm -hmm. know I got out while I could you feel like a battered woman yeah you know what I mean and I didn't want to feel that way I've been there and it's so weird being this big and feeling like a battered woman in a relationship ah you've been my friend you're a bitch. <laughs> nah. Yeah, Nick is, uh, if you guys could tell, Nick's a little strong. Uh, you could, you could see, I'm big enough where you could see it on the audio. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening <laughs> to this uh, and you haven't signed up for the Patreon, you're just listening, you could hear yeah. his muscles through his voice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very big guy. Um, a lot of testosterone. Yes. Um, where are we at, yo? What was the last thing I said? Oh, the mentally emotional uh, table. Yeah, no depression. Um, it's hilarious. It's pretty, it's pretty fucked up to say out loud, but I think mm-hmm. there's reason behind it. That's fair. Um, next one may seem like not that important, and I want to take a step talk. back real quick. Yeah. She, so she can't just get sad ever. <laughs> no, she can get sad, but I want her to get sad the way people get sad. Like, I want her to get sad, like, over things where I can think that's a reasonable reason to get sad. Well, off I mean, the jump, she's just like Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. You're just like, nah. Yeah. If that's she's fair. Like, you yeah. know, super depressed from off the jump. Or I notice, like, she's like, oh, I'm so upset. I'm so mad at this thing that happened. I'm like, what happened? And she's like, mm-hmm. I fucking dropped my phone earlier. And I'm like, did the screen crack? No, <laughs> but I just dropped it. I'm going to be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't for me. <laughs> Okay, I just wanted to clear that up. Yeah. Um, bisexual. Here's the thing. Okay, let me jump in because I'm sure any girl that's listening just rolled her eyes. Let me jump in, okay? I put stars next to everything that matters, everything that's, like, super important. Like, I didn't put a star next to the Kanye thing. And This has four stars, like a Michelin review, doesn't it? But it didn't before. Before, it was just, like, a throw-in. It was like, oh, this would be nice, right? It'd be fun. Yeah. Now... I'm going to put a star because I realize how important it is because I cannot do monogamy. I'm non-monogamous. And I think yeah. that limits how many... I think time after time we've seen that you're not the monogamous type. Not the monogamous type at all. Yeah. And I think that limits the amount of suitors you can have. And I think... The bachelor? Yeah, I said suitors. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> no, I think it limits the amount of suitors you can have. And that's mm-hmm. why I put bisexual because then at least at max, it, now you have women that are willing to at least kind of meet you in the middle and be like, well, maybe we could have threesomes. Yes. And then it's kind of like it draws back on the other side of monogamy where it's like, I'm still being monogamous. We're just doing it together. Yeah. So I think, I think bisexual is extremely important moving forward. Have you been with someone who's not into it? So you basically want to clear it up. You want your cake to eat it too, but you want a girl who's also hungry. And like cake. I want us to both eat our cake. <laughs> you want everyone to eat cake. 
I want everybody to eat cake. It's a party. It's a fucking party every day. I don't know why you said that in an Italian accent. It's a party. It's a party. <laughs> if you talk to Nick enough, you become Italian too. <laughs> party Mario. <laughs> We're going to eat at the pussy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this is stupid. I'm taking this off. Mm-hmm. It's uh, live within an hour of me by train and half an hour from the comedy clubs in Manhattan. So every girl in New York City. So that now is it down. I think it's unnecessary. What, for them to live close to the comedy clubs? For me to have it on the list. I think it's a little stupid, don't you think? Yeah, that's fucking, that's, yeah, that's silly shit. Especially because, like, you know, I have my own crib. Worst case scenario, if a girl's long distance, she just move. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so that got taken off. Uh, this is stupid. I'm not even going to say it out loud. Taking it off. Say it. No, you have to say it now. It's so dumb. It's no, no. so dumb. This is I want to get this more than the other one. This is worse than everything on the list. All right. Uh, I used to watch Insecure, right? I still watch Insecure. Great show on HBO. You guys should check it out. Um, you said what? Okay. Probably not important. So anyway, so I used to watch the show. And uh, it's the type of show where, like, a lot of guys and girls watch it. It's like a black show. A lot of guys and girls watch it and then immediately go to Twitter and kind of argue about what they think of it. Uh, At one point, like, the first season was the best because, like, she cheated on her dude, the star, Issa Rae, and she was shitty to him. And then at the end, he finally left her and hooked up with this chick that always wanted to fuck him. And the last scene in in the show is literally him just fucking the shit out of her, like, from the back. Like, it's amazing. Best sex scene ever. And everybody jumped on Twitter. Like, all the guys were like, yeah, fuck yeah, yo. That's right. He's a good dude. He should fuck that chick. And all the girls were like, well, you have to understand. Like, he was lazy. That's why she cheated on him. Like, blah, blah, blah. So I wrote down, you have to think Lawrence was in the right and Issa was in the wrong on Insecure. (laughs) I think that one's important because now everyone knows that this list means you want the perfect boy. You know what? I'm going to delete it. You, know <laughs> <laughs> you really gassed me. When you were saying you think that's important, I was like, there we go. I saw the look in your eyes. Like, you got excited. Like, really? No. I did get excited. I got excited. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard All right. Um, let's see. Know the difference between they are, they're, there, and you're, and you are. <laughs> that fits in the intelligence thing. Yeah, that fits in the intelligence thing. I could take that out. Mm-hmm. Another stupid one. This list is getting small, yo. I'm ready for any girl at this point. Uh, You can drink. You can smoke weed. Shit, smoke crack if you have to. I don't give a fuck if you do heroin. Just whatever drug you do, can you not do it all the time? Oh, and if you're a smoker that smokes cigarettes at all, I'm not with it at all. So you're like, no cigarettes. But if you do a little bit of heroin, no <laughs> I mean, clearly it's a joke, Nick. All right. <laughs> I like it. The point is, I don't, I don't like being around a girl that has a vice when it comes to drugs and alcohol. Weed's fine though, right? I think I could ease up on weed. You know, I think I could yeah. ease up on weed. Most people listening probably don't know, and is a shocker that Eagles never drank or smoked before. Yeah, or I done any drug smoke. I don't do any yeah. drugs and alcohol. So. I'm accepting of people who do drugs and alcohol. I have no problem with it. I mean, I'm a comedian for Christ's sakes. These niggas are doing cocaine bumps in between. Did you say for Christ's sakes? Listen, my wife, old white guy. Okay. 
Listen, for Christ's sakes. Willikers. Uh, <laughs> Go on, Henry. What's the next? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't judge. I just don't want you to do it all the time. It's annoying. Um, uh-huh. Exes aren't a factor. I'm a big fan of that. I think the idea of exes popping up and being in your life is kind of like... That is the fucking worst. Yeah. The worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it just makes you feel like they're not over them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... I put use condoms and be a fan of using condoms. This is why I put this. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Your dog's a fan. <laughs> yeah, he went condoms. It went. No, no, no. no. <laughs> uh, I'm not huge on monogamy. I'm very understanding. If a girl was to cheat on me, I don't think I'd necessarily leave her. I'd be mad, but I wouldn't leave her. Uh-huh. I, which makes me go... I want a girl that's a fan of using condoms because if she's going to cheat, at least she'll use condoms. That's all. She'll make the dude wear condoms. Where if you have a problem cheating as long as she's safe about it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, put it like right. that. If she's fucking raw, I'd leave her. But if she cheated on me and the dude wore a condom or at least she claims the dude wore a condom, I'd be like, all right, whatever. Like, I'd be mad, but I, it, I could get over really? it. Really? Yeah. Does she wear condoms or you or no? No. <laughs> I just mean that she's willing to wear condoms because some girls are like I only fuck raw there's a lot of girls out there like that mm-hmm. I need the girl that can fuck with the condoms too no, what I was saying was so I remember because the whole it's funny about the birth control thing because I always hear like I remember during the Me Too movement every dude was like we can't just like trust every woman and everything they say leave all but, women yeah but then every guy will find a girl at a bar and she'll take her home and, be, and she'll be like you don't have to wear a condom I'm on birth control and we're like, believe all women. <laughs> <laughs> all it takes is once raw, and a guy's a feminist. Oh, my God, yeah. Every girl I've ever been in, the second she says she's on birth control, I'm like, come. <laughs> like, oh, you're, literally wearing the, you're wearing the pussy hat right now. This shit looks like a fucking condom on my head. <laughs> Um, all right, we're almost done, you guys, with this list. Appreciative has now become the most important thing on the list because that was the biggest problem I had with my now expert. Mm-hmm. So moving forward, I need someone who's very appreciative because I'm a spoiler. I spoil the fuck out of girls when I love them. Mm-hmm. Very nice. I'm very nice when I'm in love. When I'm single, who knows? Who knows? But when I'm in Is love... Is worse than when you try and spoil someone and they're just like, oh, that's nice. And you're like... Or you're spoiling them and they're still not happy. That's the worst. Yeah. That's what I was dealing with. At least give me one night of pretending to be happy. Yeah, just give me peace. Mm-hmm. To me, I think, I think all a man really wants from a woman, if you were to sum it all up, and it can, it can come in different ways. Every guy's different. But I mm-hmm. think the summary is peace. Yeah. Men exactly. want peace. Uh-huh. Yep. I, I don't want to fight. I just want to come home. I want to chill. Whatever. Let's just get along. That's it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do anything. I just want to sit there and just do nothing. I just want to be dumb. Just let me be dumb. My brain's working yeah. all the time, especially as a comedian, you know, stand up. Our, our mind is overworked. Mm-hmm. I don't want to think when I'm with you. I just exactly. want to be dumb. Tell me your terrible story. I'll pretend to listen. And yeah. that's it. I'll, I'll hang on to a couple words. Oh, Sheila. Wow. Yeah. Like, I'll make it seem you remember like what I told you when she went down to get her nails. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, of course. Um, mm-hmm. 
it all be so simple. Um, this is important too. Can't be a groupie for any celebrity. Yeah, who the, f yeah, that's crazy important. Would you let your girl smash another celebrity? No. So you only let your girl smash a guy with a nine to five? Yeah. <laughs> the reason is because we're in show business. So it's almost like they're fucking our coworkers in a weird way. That's fair. And I, you wanted to fuck someone below you. Yeah. And you don't want people to look at you. You know, you go out to a mixer or a party or some shit and fucking whatever celebrity dude she fucked is there. And then he starts whispering. Next thing you know, everybody's looking at you like you're with the groupie chick. Yeah. You know, As if you don't. Yeah. Yeah. That's the worst. So I'd rather not. You know, I'd rather them not be into the idea of, like, fucking celebrities. Yeah. Because they're going to meet them. If they're fucking with a successful comedian, they're going to eventually meet their celebrity crushes. I also think that the whole celebrity crush thing is overrated. Because Super. I think that I think that there's so much better looking guys and girls that aren't celebrities. I agree you know I mean? a thousand percent. Like, my celebrity crush would be Mila Kunis, if I had to pick one. But at the same time, there's definitely hotter regular people. I fucked, you know this, I fucked one of my celebrity crushes, and mm. it was great, the experience, it was really cool, I'd never, ever not brag about it, you know, but I've seen hotter girls than her in real life. Yeah, we've both fucked celebrities, and neither of them were anywhere near the, the hottest we fucked. Or the best sex. No. Yeah, you fucked a celebrity too, and it, for both of us, it wasn't the best sex, it was, I'm sure, I'm sure it was good, was, was she good? It was fine. Yeah, that's how I felt. She was funny, so that worked, but that's I about it. You're being funny. I know who, that's an insider. We're not telling you guys who we fucked, but I know he's Put talking about You could, by looking at me, you could almost just take a guess, and chances are you're right. That's a good point. Nick, yeah. his celebrity crush that he fucked, it wasn't even a celebrity crush, it was just a celebrity that he fucked before she was a celebrity. Not a crush. Not a crush. Uh, fits with, if you look at him, it makes sense. If you stare at me for 30 seconds and think about where I'm from, it makes a lot of sense. Wait, fist pump right now. I think that would help them. No, don't give any hints. <laughs> <laughs> it's Paulie D. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. All right. Uh, not prideful. You know, mm -hmm. I think, you know, pride is obviously, you know, it's in the Bible. You shouldn't be prideful. Um, think for yourself. Um has to love herself. I feel like these are starting to slowly get less and less important now at this point. Yeah, because there are things where it's just like, well, you, it goes without being said. That's what people want. Yeah. Um, but having to love yourself is important. And that's another thing I had to deal with because I was dealing with such a young person. She didn't know yet how to do that. Yeah, your girlfriend was what? 14 when you met? Suck a dick. Uh, <laughs> she, she was 19 when we met. And uh, when we How broke up, she was 21. You said what? How old were you at the time? 20 when we met? Yeah. 24. All right. So you're like the creepy kid picking up your girl from high school? Yeah. Like, yeah you know, think about that. Do you remember back when you were in like high school, like when you were like a freshman, right? Or whatever age. And there was like the hottest girl in your school and she dated like some kid who was like 25. And you'd be like, Wow, dude, I can't wait till I have a Mustang and a leather jacket and I'm banging the hottest girl in this high school. And then, you're like, <laughs> and then you're like, did I think a pedophile used to be cool? Yeah. 
That's basically what that is. I mean, it's back then. It really is. It's just. It's weird too, because those the the girls in high school that would date like the college guys would, mm-hmm. or like the guys that should be in college, but they're not. Yeah. They just sell drugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. They made it seem like it was like the right thing for them to be doing. They made it seem like, why would I be with you? You're like my yeah. age. You're immature. Exactly. Yeah. And you're like, well, you're the same age as me. <laughs> yeah. And they'd always be like, well, he says that I'm very mature for my age. Meanwhile, she's holding a brat stall. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> she's like, he says he's so mature for my age. Do you have a dollar? <laughs> um, and then last thing is deal with emotions well. But I feel like we could take that off because I feel like that goes with the mentally stable thing. Absolutely. So we're taking that off. We're going to take off the thing for yourself. I think that's unnecessary unnecessary to put there i had like a stroke mid-conversation and this is you <laughs> um not prideful i'll take that off too who cares yeah all right you know what we have a much smaller list now not much smaller but smaller it's still very ridiculously long that's yeah um i'm sure some of the girls that listen are gonna be like i hit every one of those and you didn't let's be honest mm-hmm. you didn't nope <laughs> you're like did you not hear the part where i said nine or a ten preferably a ten <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest you're not a nine you're not a ten okay <laughs> your eyes are <laughs> one of the other things i wanted to talk about you put this on your social media and this is the shit that drove me fucking crazy this week was lizzo what the fuck happened because i just you your fucking status kind of just almost i got most of it from all the fucking social justice warriors on your status i just just don't understand like i don't know the whole situation completely so i'm going to talk out of my ass but that's what we do on this podcast we're under yes all i know is a morbidly obese woman (laughs) named lizzo and i don't mean that in a bad way she's just How is it bad to classify someone as morbidly obese when they are morbidly obese? <laughs> That'd be like if you said Nick's Italian and you're like, oh, don't, don't say that. Is, if they want us to to feel more empathy towards, you know, heavy people, they should take away the word morbidly. Because <laughs> to call someone morbid is like... Morbid just- <laughs> <laughs> morbid, you always you always say morbid when you're talking about death and fat people. That's it. It's like why? Why give them morbidly? Just leave them <laughs> obese. They're obese. Okay, we get it. Well, there's different levels. Obese just means you're over like 30 BMI. Then you just get to this point where she's morbid. No, but I mean, I don't mean it in a bad way. I'm not trying to fucking shame if her was, for. If I was a fat person, I mean, you know, if I was a, a, a overweight person, I would. <laughs> I would hate to hear morbidly obese because what that sounds like to me, because since morbid comes from death, it mm-hmm. sounds like it sounds like when they tell a cancer patient they're terminally ill. It sounds like you're going to die. Like not yeah. can't lose weight, well, you're going to die. That's the thing they are. That's why like when people like you had some social justice warriors on your status that were like you can't because the whole thing is she wanted to she, there's a pandemic that's killing overweight people. And she decided, hey, maybe I should lose weight. 
during this pandemic that killed our white people. And, people and there was, like, you want to be healthier? You fucking yeah. bitch. During a pandemic? How dare you care about that? Oh. Yeah. And here's what bothered me about it. There are people like, well, she should just be happy with her body and blah, blah, blah. I don't remember what, you know, who said on there, but he was like, uh, he was like, he got mad at you because, oh, always a guy has to bring a girl's weight up. And he was standing on the side. And what he did, this social justice warrior didn't realize was the fact that this was her choice to his weight. Yeah. And you took the most feminist possible approach you ever did, ever, where you're like, it's her body, her choice. But when it doesn't fit certain people's agendas, that's when people backtrack on it. And don't get me wrong, I think people should love themselves, no matter what the fuck you are. Because your body is not all that you are. And also, I don't think, and what's annoying to me is like, and I, I really pray that the fans that I have, and the fans that I acquire in my career, know mm-hmm. me well enough to really understand me, if that makes sense, as weird as yeah. that is. Because I don't think Lizzo's fans that were bashing her, that turned their back on her, really know her and understand her. I'm not even a huge fan yeah. of Lizzo. But I can tell from one glance at Lizzo and from the way she performs, the way she sings, that mm-hmm. this is a woman who does love herself and she does feel sure. comfortable in her own skin and in her own yeah. body. She's athletic as fuck. Yeah, she's an huh? she's athletic. She's fucking even though she's more of a beast, she's still fucking moving like a champion on stage. A champion. Yeah. And she's super at the same time, like talking about fucking good looking dudes and shit. You can't be like, she I want this woman to keep on spreading this amazing message and also not be and criticize her when she wants to spread that message for a longer period of time because if you're a certain weight not for nothing no matter how shitty it sounds you're going to live a shorter life your body could only handle your, your heart only has so many beats you know and the bigger you are the more beats you know i want to i want to let you guys I know, know. And, and i know it sounds shitty i think we can do this a lot on this podcast i think because mm-hmm. uh, this is the uneducated scholars where yeah. we might put our foot in our mouth because we don't necessarily always know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Nick is a personal trainer. Nick went to school for... Oh, I went to school. Yeah, I actually have degrees in this shit. Yeah. Um, how That's what people always say when they're a professional. I have degrees in this shit. Wait a second, you really have degrees in this shit? Yeah. What do you Did think you I... Wait, college? Uh, no, I didn't go as long as I wanted to. So I did like further learning after college. Okay. Like, uh, luckily equinox was awesome and they paid for all my classes which is fucking the only thing good thing about working there amazing uh, but yeah like they i had to take the nutrition classes and all that and everything and kinesiology which is like how the body and like how your body uses energy and everything biology and what i have learned is like people say fat shaming is a bad thing and it is for sure like telling someone they're a shitty person. But I think you're a good friend. If if you, over this breakup, gained 400 pounds, and I was just like, you know what? As long as you love yourself, I'd feel like I was fucking letting you down as a friend. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I would be like, yo, dude. You, I wouldn't be like, you fat piece of shit. I'd be like, actually, I know you well enough where I'd be like, hey, fat piece of shit. But that's because I care about you. But I mean, I know what you mean. Like, for instance, you know, I uh we both we both lost a friend to COVID mm-hmm. recently. Yeah. And it hurt. You know, we okay. loved awesome very much. Awesome. Yeah. He was overweight, very overweight, probably morbidly obese, some would say, right? Yeah. Um and COVID obviously if you're obese, COVID has a higher chance of killing you. 
Yeah, and he, you know, he had problems in the past with yeah. health problems. Thing is, when we lost him, I called another one of our bigger friends, and I he picked up, and you know, as as polite as I could, and you know, being a person who really cares, mm-hmm. I was like, "Yo, nigga, you're fat as fuck." We'll go outside. <laughs> I was like, nigga, you know your ass fat. Stay inside, bro. <laughs> oh, that's the fucked up part of it all is like, that's what's bothered me the most about like people being like, listen to the science with all this. Because they close gyms down on people, which is like, all right, you want to sort of spread. But they're like, we need to make sure essential businesses like McDonald's stays open can't close those golden arches and it's like that's the fucking thing that's killing people you know what i mean and it's like the people who are healthy that get it most of the time are fine mm-hmm. it just really sucks to fucking get that shit no one's calling it a, we're not going to call it a hoax by any means on the podcast it's fucking real but if you take care of yourself you're going to be way better off but right. keeping places like mcdonald's open closing gyms down it's like where is the fucking science you know mm-hmm. as we said we're it's real and you know no yeah it's real and that's so funny that's so funny i just realized what you just said dog i was like you know sometimes like you're like listening but you're like zoning out at the same time yeah but, uh, that's so funny the idea of like essential businesses clothing closing and somehow they keep open the fast food yeah uh-huh it's like there's nothing essential about fast food and they've they've kept without giving those people who work at those jobs they have given them no more money. They're still making minimum wage in a pandemic. Oh, it's my favorite thing. And, my favorite thing is, and, and, and they're like, all those people here. They're like, we're not going to give you more money, but you're everybody's hero now. Now put your paper hat on and save the world. You know what I mean? It's like, there's, there's nothing worse than, like, to me, the most, the weirdest thing this whole pandemic is people calling like grocery store workers and, and people that work at McDonald's, heroes, and it's like, so I grew up here with are McDonald's and heroes. And the kid who was working there is like, I hate my fucking life. I should have went to school. Technically, I get it. They're technically heroes. They are technically saving the day for us, right? Mm-hmm. In some type of way. They make it so we can go to the grocery store, get some food. I get yeah. it. Mm-hmm. But a hero wants to be a hero. These people don't want exactly. to be heroes. They're in a shitty situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Superman wouldn't didn't get that job, and he's like, "Hey, I'm just gonna fucking I'm gonna ride this shit out till I'm done with medical school." Yeah, you Superman know? wasn't like, "I'm broke, I don't have a degree." What's entry? What's entry level? Oh, flying around saving the world. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Spider Man's like, I'm just gonna sling webs until I get this job in uh <laughs> in IT. And I think honestly, if people recognize that then in fact, it would make us realize even more how dope those people are because those Mm -hmm. people don't want to do it. And we need to appreciate them even more because they don't want to be there. I don't appreciate heroes that want to be there because I'm like, yeah, nigga, you signed up for this. (laughs) Exactly. And as I'm realizing it, that's kind of what the government does with any anything to fucking like with 9-11. If you said anything bad about 9-11, you're like, everyone's heroes. And then like, we're going to go to Iraq and just murder as many people as possible so we can make money you know it's like uh cat williams had that amazing amazing joke where he's like uh he's like america talks to us like like pimps talk to a prostitute like they say a whole bunch of cool words that you don't really know and then you're like all right daddy yeah (laughs) like 
he said America will be, he's like, it'll be on CNN. They'll be like, uh, yesterday we killed 500 insurgents in Iraq. And yeah. you'd be at home like, what the fuck is an insurgent? You mean people and children? You mean, yeah. <laughs> you mean innocent people that live there? <laughs> that's, that's the thing that I've noticed. It's like with 9-11 when we, like so many, like a crazy amount of civilians got murdered. And if you questioned it, you'd be like, so you're not for the troops? Oh, so you just love terrorism? You can't stand America? And you're, no, 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 I'm just saying. We, what's that? You're like, I don't think it has anything to do with that at all. Exactly. And that's how it is with COVID, where it's like, if you have any question about any of the science, they're like, did you just say you want to kill your grandma? <laughs> you know, it's the same thing. Listen, man, we're, we're, listen, we're very COVID conscious. I know I'm a psycho when it comes to it. I know before we press record, Nick was like, so what thermometer do you use? Because I got this one and I got this one. Right. Yeah, he tests, he checks his temperature all the time. You know what I mean? All the time. I don't want to fucking get it at the same, you know? Like don't just want because. It, don't want to give it to anyone. How much shit we talk, neither of us want to get this shit. Neither. You know? Uh, my favorite has been the people who, how many people have told you they've gotten it who are so full of shit? Everyone, almost everyone, right? Especially the people, it, the people who tell me they've gotten it recently, definitely got it. But the people who are like, I don't know, man. I think back in January, I'm like, shut up, shut yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before the tests were out, shut up, hero, shut up. <laughs> you know what they sound like? They sound like virgins talking about getting pussy and completely lying about it. They're like, like yeah, yeah. When you I know, I, I know what it's like. <laughs> you know, like, you know when you, you you put your dick in and it feels like mud, and you're like. No, no, I don't. They're like, yeah, you don't get laid. <laughs> <laughs> you lying sack of shit. And you're like, no, no, she just goes to a different school. I, I couldn't, I, I could show you proof, but you know, I can't. Yeah. They're like, no, I really couldn't breathe back in January. Like I took a <laughs> deep breath and it, it, I didn't let it out the same way. I don't know. Yeah. They're like, yeah, I could, I choked breathing out my nose. I'm like, oh, during allergy season, you had trouble. Oh, okay. Like, I don't know. I was running and I was on my third mile and it just seemed like I was breathing heavy. And I thought, oh, okay. <laughs> Definitely cold. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. And another bit, yeah, I did the antibody test, no antibodies, but I definitely have. It. And like, you are foolish. I, everybody I meet has a, whole, has a whole COVID story about how they got it and triumphed. I'm just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But then you meet people who actually get it and you're like, no, no, no. That's what the fuck that is. Oh, yeah. Like my sister had it, my dad had it. COVID, COVID hits. Like COVID, I hate when people are like, "Oh, it's like the flu." No, it's not. It is not like the flu. <laughs> it's like the flu on very strong steroids. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Definitely like, like a cousin the, of the flu, but it is not the flu. No, it's like the flu's bully, the kid, the kid that beats the shit out of the flu at school and takes the, his money. The flu aspires to be COVID. Every day the flu's doing push-ups. Like one day I'm gonna be the best. And COVID's like, yeah. no, you're not. Yeah, people hate on it. Like I said, they hate on it like it's a rapper. But they fucking that like because it's not Ebola. You know what I mean? But the shit does. People people want a pandemic to mean that we're bleeding out of our eyes and we're fucking foaming at the mouth, biting people. They want a pandemic to be like a movie. It's like I think deep down every white person was ready for that. I don't know if black people was ready for zombie apocalypse as, as white people. I know some black people that really love that zombie shit, too. I'm not a big fan of the zombie shit. I think it's stupid. I love that zombie shit. It's definitely a majority white thing. I think white people really love zombie shit. I think yeah, it's- We do. There's something cool about zombie shit. I don't know. 
whenever I think of zombie shit, I always think like they always seem slow. You know, they're not that fast. You know, their bodies are already decaying. I think it'd be pretty easy to fuck them up. Black zombies would be mad fast. That'd be very troublesome. That is, that's going to be, that might be the caption for when we put up a video. Black zombies would be mad fast. That'd be, that would be very problematic. If Usain Bolt dies tomorrow and then a zombie pandemic happens. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Terrifying. That, yeah. Also, that I'm sure black people would not want a zombie apocalypse just because white people would have a lot of arms. They would all have guns and just shooting people and being like, yeah, it was a fucking zombie. What do you want me to do? You saw him. He was a zombie. Look at him. <laughs> you saw him. To death. Me. <laughs> His skin decayed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He tried to buy me. I feel, like, I, feel like, I feel like you have topics. Do you have topics? Because I'm so unprepared. No. I mean, we have the, the shit we were supposed to talk about, like the UFO shit. Oh, yeah. The... Uh, you know, they confirmed UFOs, and recently that, that dude in Israel said Trump... It wasn't a dude in Israel. It wasn't just some Jewish guy. that said, like, this is fucking I, I do a very bad Jewish impression. <laughs> Yo, that was your Jewish impression? Let me hear it again. Let me hear it. <laughs> Oi, there's aliens. I don't know. I can't do Jew. <laughs> you do it. Oi, vey. Oi, vey. That's pretty good. You're Jewish. You can't even do it. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> mine just a, a, an italian accent hunched over um yeah no it was, it was the actual israeli government that said it. but part of me doesn't buy that because they said that trump also and the u.s government was in talks with the aliens and in conversations with the aliens could you imagine trump talking to the aliens and not telling us about it come on also, could you imagine the aliens after they talk to Trump? They're like, all right, we want to talk to this man who runs the free world. And here comes after a fresh spray tan, Donald Trump. And he's like, I'm your man. And they're like, all right. Yeah. That, and that, you know, maybe they did. Maybe they did talk to them because one of the things they said was humans are not ready to meet us. Maybe they met him and they're like, you know what? We'll wait. Oh, maybe they met him, and that was they were like, "Yo, this nigga's too." Is this how you but, guys are? Is this the leader? No, we'll come back. Word, because their leader is yeah. probably actually better than them. Exactly, <laughs> and also if Trump did talk to them, it would hundred percent be on Twitter, like you said, and he would a hundred percent be like, "They asked me to be there. I'm, they said I'm such a good leader that they asked me to be their leader, and I said no." I have an election and I'm going to make America great first and then I'll make planet blah, 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 better after. <laughs> he would all the way claim that he discovered them. He'd be like, yeah. I was feeling kind of down for COVID. I socially distanced by going to another planet. <laughs> Not I opened, discovered the aliens. He would 100% open up a casino on that planet though. <laughs> and a hotel. I bet you if aliens came down, they'd be related to his wife. I wonder what it would be like if they fucking came here, though, and saw how shitty we are, right? Because here's, here's a fucked up thing that I found out. Uh, the closest planet to Earth is like like 100,000 light years away. And I don't know if you know how this works. Light years? Mars? Is a measure. What? Mars, right? No. What's the closest planet to Earth? It's, it's like planet 
X20. It's like numbers and shit. No, 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 no. The closest planet to Earth has to be in no. Earth. The closest planet that could possibly have life. Oh, okay. okay. I was about to say, it's got to be like Mars. <laughs> Here's what's fucking crazy about the way uh, space works. However far apart something is, is, is a light year, and that also measures time and space. So if an alien that lived on that planet looked through a telescope at Earth from that far away, they would see that time and space. So if they looked here, they would see dinosaurs walking the planet still. Yeah, because of the way time and space works. Can you imagine how upset they'd be if they're like, yo, we're going to go see the dinosaurs, and they just got here, and it's just a bunch of douchebags wearing masks? Wait, 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 wait. This, the thing you just said is super fascinating, and you just skimmed past it. <laughs> you didn't know that? What? So I actually talked about, I talked about that on stage the other day, and people look at me like, that sounds right, but not from your mouth. <laughs> It just, it doesn't even sound right to me. It sounds impossible. They could see the past? No, because it, like, the way space moves is, the way you, like, you move through space, everything in the distance is in a light year. You know what I mean? So it's kind of hard to explain how it works in physics, but, like, if we were looking at them, we would see at this time, because that's how long it would take to see that far away. You know what I'm saying? This, I, I want to let you know this is this is hands down going to be the trailer because this is the meaning of uneducated scholars. <laughs> okay, this is almost like you know how like you talk to a flat earther and you know you're right, but you can't explain why. Here's the thing: is I get the idea, I just think it's far fetched for them to be able to see history. It's not history. It's just that's how long it takes to see that far away. Yeah, but then they would see the future by the time they saw. No, it's the past. Because by the time the, by the time the light from here to there, that's what I call it a light year, if at the speed of light from this planet to that planet, that's how far away it is. Yeah, but doesn't that mean they'd be seeing history? They'd be seeing the past. Yeah, that's what. There's no dinosaurs in the future, you fucking idiot. That's what I'm saying. So basically what you're saying is, all right, boom. Let's say a friend of ours dies, right? Mm-hmm. And we go to another planet that's super far away, and we look. We can watch him live again. Theoretically, yeah. But we technically can't change the past. We can only watch it like a replay. It's not even a replay. It's just that's how far away it is. A light year is a measure of time and space. So basically, that planet is living in the past. That planet. It's not living in the past, but just that, it just—it takes that far for the light to to show from there, to, from one from point X to point Y. I want to respectfully not believe this. <laughs> I'm gonna send you something after, and we'll put it as like a clip in the podcast, so so people know what the fuck I'm talking about. Okay. Okay. Because I am a hundred percent sure of this. A hundred. Yeah. You sure you're not like COVID survival ninety eight point eight. sure and it's like this is that just sucks about knowing something but not how to explain it very well because you ever have you ever argued with a flat earther it's ridiculous i don't argue with people like that (laughs) their theory is fucking awesome though right have you ever listened to them talk about it is it awesome 
if it was real, that'd be fucking cool as shit that there's dinosaurs and aliens living on Antarctica. Is that their theory? Yeah, they think there's an ice wall around the planet. We're just we're everything. The the planet is that we're on is a dome that is the whole universe, right? And they think that the government stops you because Antarctica is a full circle around the Earth. They think that Antarctica is an ice wall, and past there is infinite amount of space where other shit's happening. But the governments of the world here want to stop you from seeing what's happening on the other side of the of the wall. I want to, you know, I want to let you know something. All right. And the listeners should know this. I think it's important. Mm-hmm. So Nick is what, he, he'll disagree when I say this, but Nick is what I would like to call conspiracy theorist. And I... I don't I, believe the flatter theory. I know, but you do like theories. You do like conspiracy theories. Fuck yeah, I love it. Yeah, I'm on TikTok I'm not, all I'm night on, on conspiracy theory TikTok. I hate conspiracy theories with everything in me. Uh, somebody explained this to me really well once, and I'm... Are you disagreeing that there's people that are stupid enough to believe this? No, people will definitely believe this. Okay. I just want to make sure. I think the problem with conspiracy theories, and someone articulated this so well to me, and I'm going to try to repeat it, mm-hmm. is a conspiracy theory, all it is, is they're taking a small idea, right? And they're, it's the same way we do stand-up. They're taking something that's easy to digest, and then they're building and building and building in a way where it becomes even easier, or matter of fact, it's opposite. They're taking something that's hard to digest, a crazy radical idea. And then but the problem with what you're saying is some conspiracy theories are true. Yes. Yes. Some conspiracy theories are true, but what does that mean? That doesn't justify all the millions that aren't. <laughs> oh, that's the problem with being a conspiracy theorist, because once you have, once you think certain things, people think you believe all of them. And that's always a problem. Cause like, I hate when people attach me to some other stupid shit. I'm like, no, no, no. And, like, I'll talk to a conspiracy theorist, and I'll be like, I'm on board, I'm on board, and no. Like, with, remember when QAnon was a thing at the beginning of the of COVID, and everyone was talking about uh, – because that was, like, right after Epstein and all that shit. And I remember at the beginning of it, they were on to something. They're like, there's millions of kids going missing all around the world every year. We need to save the children. I'm like, all right, I get on board with that. Yeah. And they're like – you know, there's these pedophile rings and they're all being taken by these Hollywood elites and stuff like that. I'm like, all right, still on board. And then at the end, they're like, also, just so you know, every, Tom Hanks is sucking on babies and eating all their blood. And I'm like, I'm going to have to respectfully bow out here. Yeah, it's like, you know, I mean, I'm listen, I'm black and black people have this thing. It's like a, it's a real thing. And the listeners can't deny this. He is black. Mm-hmm. He is when black celebrities are like really, really, really successful, mm-hmm. immediately they get labeled to be in the Illuminati. Yeah. And oh, it's yeah. Very frustrating to me because mm-hmm. I feel like, well, you don't see white people doing this to white people. Just let us be great. Why can't we be I, great? As soon as you get famous, I'm a thousand percent telling everybody you're a Freemason. Yeah. And it's like, I've had my own mom be like, you're getting really great at stand up. Good things are happening. You're going to have to suck a dick soon. And I'm like, what? Why? <laughs> Why? I don't think that's part of the rule. Be great. Like what? Let's let me ask you though. Would you, if say you get to that point where you're like things are really popping, like you're, and then like they bring into this room, bunch of you know hoods on, they're like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about, eyes wide shut party, and they're like, so we took an interest in your career, and uh, we want you to join. 
We want to take you to the next really, level. If you want to get to that next level, we're the only way we're going to, the only way it's going to happen is if we let you. You're going to join or you're not going to join? Here's my question. What do I have to do to be in this Illuminati? Apparently, you just have to draw triangles on shit. That's, this is where I'm going with this, right? <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> here, here's, this is how I feel about the Illuminati, right? People will be like, you know, blah, 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 sold their soul. And they're like, nigga, whenever I've heard that, I grew up poor. Whenever I hear someone sold their soul, I'm like, where do I have to go to sell? Because right? <laughs> it's not a physical thing. I can tell them I sold them my soul and still have my soul. It's, it, there's yeah. no way to prove it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why people think that the Illuminati is this easy club to join. Because how many one-hit wonders have fucking just blown up? Like, do you think the guy from Mambo Number 5 fucking was in the Illuminati and then just got kicked out? Yeah. You know what I mean? I also just, I just don't, I really don't believe in it. Also, like, they, here's the thing, is they've used so many different versions of, like, this is a symbol, that's a symbol, this is a symbol, that it becomes coincidental. It'll be like, you know, like, Nick Cannon could have, like, a handkerchief that's turned sideways, and they'll be like, it's a triangle, you see it? And it's like, no, it's not a triangle. See Michael Jackson's nose? It's a triangle. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody's Illuminati, I believe it's Mike. I can tell you a thousand percent if I got to that level of fame, I will a hundred percent all the time make it look like I accidentally did a triangle with my hands. Just to fuck with people. I plan, I've always said that. I plan on when I get really famous, I want to look like I'm an Illuminati. All the time. I want to go above and beyond. Like every picture I take, I'm going to be like, yeah. They're going to be like, is he Illuminati? I'm literally going to, I'm going to mouth it. I'm going to be like, they're going to be like, his shirt does say Illuminati. <laughs> That's a great idea. My first special, I should wear a shirt. I am the Illuminati. <laughs> Illuminati member. <laughs> it just says, to answer your question, I'm in the Illuminati. Leave me alone. Now what? <laughs> right? All right. I think we've gone for, how long have we been going for? It feels like we've been going for, doing for a long ass time. I'm surprised it didn't stop us. Right? I think so. I think we've been going for two hours. Yeah. All right. Listen, you guys. Uh, will you finally see this? It won't be two hours long because we're going to cut out a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. Um, Nick. Thank uh, you guys for listening to Eagle's Heartbreak and me trying to help him out a little bit. Um, I think we're. I think he he's looking a little better. He's not crying. We're going to hope he doesn't. You know. We we need to we need to get him happy, Eagle again. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I'm sad. I'm very sad, you guys. Don't get it twisted. I will admit. Just, don't forget our, our podcast sponsors. Uh, if you like this podcast, make sure you go on Illuminati.com and use promo code Eagle and Nick. <laughs> Illuminati.com. Um, listen, uh, if you're watching this video right now, you signed up for the Patreon, and we really appreciate that shit. Um Thank you so much. Tell your friends, tell everybody to watch and, and, you know, listen and all that good stuff and give us reviews. And I don't really know how this podcast shit works. This is new for me and Nick. You got to give us five stars on, on whatever podcast thing you're doing. I think it's Apple. Yeah. So unless things aren't going so well and you got an Android, do it on the Android store. Yeah. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for listening. Oh, I think that's,